The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. We're back with more Tapped Out with Brendan Tobin and Sean Levine on the BetQL Network. We're talking fighting here on the BetQL Network, trying to make a little bit of money at the same time with Brendan Tobin. I'm the sports machine, Sean Levine, and it looks like Tony Ferguson's still in the UFC, apparently. I figured that after he got his face completely kicked off and lost for the where are we, one, two, three, fourth straight time and really hasn't looked good and he looked okay against Michael Chandler early on until his face looked like my grandfather's who passed away a couple of years ago it, it, it didn't look good um Tony Ferguson back for USC 279 taking on the leech Lee Jian Leong minus 270 Tony Ferguson you can get plus 230 would you try to make any money betting El Kaku uh, I don't think I got the guts for that one dude I'll be rooting for him, but I don't think I'm putting my money on him. Because he did look good against Chandler. Yeah, until he didn't. That's been the problem with Tony Ferguson, though, is you keep trying to talk yourself into, oh, maybe, maybe he can throw an elbow, maybe he can throw a knee. You know, like, he did look good in that first round against Chandler. I think, and I hate to say it, and especially due to these odds, I mean, the leech is coming in as almost a three-to-one favorite, assuming that he goes out there and wins. And if he makes Tony look bad, Tony's a Hall of Famer, but that's got to be it, right? I think so. You know, I think, you know, with these times, we're always hoping in mixed martial arts, sometimes it's just over. And I think that maybe in this sport, because we do respect these guys a little bit more than boxers, we always think that they're going to be able to do something and pull it off. And you'll have some guys who are badasses like, you know, Clay Guida or Jim Miller, who just seem ageless and can always pull off wins. But I don't know, you know, sometimes we got to look at Tyron Woodley and just say, it's over. Donald Cerrone, it's over. And I just think with Tony, I've been rooting for him. He's definitely looked more competitive in the Michael Chandler fight than he had in previous uh, bouts. But, you know, that's a tough thing to bounce back from, man. He got his head punted. Like, it was <laughs> it was ugly. And he's old. <laughs> you, you mentioned guys though, like Jim Miller and, and a guy like, you know, Clay Guida, the carpenter. They keep on getting contract extensions because they keep on winning. You know, they'll get like a four or five fight deal. They'll win a couple of them. They're still entertaining. They're still a name. Those other guys that you're talking about, like Cowboy Cerrone, man, the end, like if you want to look at Cowboy's last 10 fights in the octagon, I think he's only won two of them. If Tony ends up and he lost his last five in a row, if Tony loses this one and it's five in a row, the good thing about it is this, and this is the only reason I might bet him, the competition is much different. If you look at those four guys that he lost to along the way, all absolute killers, all guys that at the time were still in title and still are 
in title contention. That's not the case for the league. So if you want to talk yourself into Tony Ferguson, I would say the competition's gone down a little bit. But I'm like you. I'm going to hope he wins, but I ain't putting my money on it. Um, we think we know who Justin Gaethje's next opponent is going to be. This one not quite official yet. Rafael Fazeev. What an unbelievable fight that would be if that goes down. Which way you lean it? Man, that's a good fight. That's good. Um, I think I'm gonna go Fazeev, dude. That guy made a believer out of me. Like he was, he was unbelievable in that RDA fight. And I know RDA is kind of like he is the prototype gatekeeper right now. So I don't know how much people want to buy into it, but. I think he answered a ton of questions. Like he was losing that fourth round. And, and I think people were wondering, is he starting to wilt away And for him to come out like that in the fifth? That was dynamite. So I'm, I, I'm on team Fazeev. I think he's uh he's a little bit of a sleeper to hop into that title picture for sure. And I think beating Gage, he would definitely go a long way with that. So I think I'd, I think I'd hop on Fazeev, even though did you disrespect his hat or was it Rachmanov's you disrespected? No, no, it was Rachmanov's rat hat that right, I was disrespecting. Sure. I like, and I like both their hats. And Fazeev, if I'm ranking the hats, I would go Khabib, Fazeev, Rachmanov, and his red hat. But that's just me. That's just me. What about, uh, about Marab? I like Marab's. I like the, the thing about Marab in this last fight, though, why, why you bring up his name is it feels – I'm with Dana on this one. So Marab, if you don't know what I'm talking about, he beat Aldo, kind of a boring fight, kind of a weird fight. And then ultimately he was asked afterwards, would you be willing to fight the champ Aljo, who's his training partner? And he says best friend, the guy that taught him English and all that. I'm kind of with Dana in this one. Like if you're going to get into this business and your entire goal is to work your way to the top. And once you get to the top, and I know this happens to be a fight in an octagon. So it's different if you're a stockbroker or a lawyer or whatever your profession is while you're listening, driving around, checking us out here on the BetQL network. This is fighting and you're punching guys in the face and you're trying to choke them out. But it's just like anything else in life. If you're trying to get to the top of the mountain, who cares if it happens to be your best friend that's there? So I'm on Dana's side, which I rarely say. And it rubbed me the wrong way that Marab afterwards was like, no, he's my best friend. I don't want to fight him. What are you doing, bro? You got to fight his ass. You know what, though, dude? Like, think about what he's coming from, though. Like, this guy didn't know how to speak English. I mean, I'll, I'll just be teaching him how to live in the country, dude. Like, that's... I respect that. That's something like some of them are weird. Like, you know, I'll agree with you. Like, for example, Usman and Stylebender saying we won't fight except for it's a hundred million dollars. It's like, it's cool. You guys are friends. You guys don't train together. Like you really would turn down a monster goat versus goat fight like that. That's a little weird to me, but this way they sweat together. They're training together. He teaches you how to live in the country. I I, I kind of get this one from a Rob. It's just, a, it's unfortunate for him. He's a great friend. You know that he's not gonna, he's he's not uh, he's not gonna pounce on this opportunity. But there there are weird cases, and I think this is one of them. I think that you should give uh, Marab a little bit of a break there. No way, I'm all for it. Do you remember the Shamrock Brothers were supposed to fight each other? Get him in there. Let it, I don't care. Get him in there. Beat each other up. I don't. Here's what I want to happen. I want Khabib to announce that he's trading to come back, and then Islam to get the belt, and then they can fight each other. Ooh. I don't care. Beat, nah. beat up your belt. Do you know how many fights I've gotten into with my best friend, Anthony? I haven't won a bunch of them. We've gotten into a million, though. So sometimes you got to fight your best friend. That's the lesson of the day here on the BetQL Network. All right, some other news and notes. Uh, we talked about Demetrius Johnson and his flying knee knockout that happened last night. When it comes to the uh, the, the flyweight goat conversation, when we had on Manfred earlier, and I kind of held his feet to the flames because he was saying Demetrius Johnson is top three. 
Demetrius Johnson's number one, right? Yeah, I, I love Manfred. I don't know what he's talking about there. No. I, uh, yeah, I, like, I, I love and I, I, We love him to death. I, 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 uh, I don't know who's. Maybe that's just a uh, people are so into this division. But no, I can't put Henry Cejudo atop of him. Even first of all, they're one-one. It's not like he's he's dwarfed him. And second of all, Henry Cejudo didn't even like want to be in that division. So no, I think that absolutely uh, Mighty Mouse should be uh, number one all time. You keep kind of dreaming out loud saying, I'd love to see Demetrius Johnson back in the UFC, or at least maybe like a one-off fight versus Triple C, since it is the BetQL network. Let's say that happened. Let's say that Dana made that work and we see these guys come back. What will the odds look like for that? We haven't seen Henry Cejudo in an octagon for a while. We just saw Demetrius Johnson look as good as ever last night. I'm with you. Yeah, Demetrius Johnson lost to Cejudo last time they fought, but at this point, that'll be three, four years in the rearview mirror. I bet Demetrius Johnson would beat him. That's a good question. Um, I don't know. I, do you think it would look a lot like Moreno versus uh, versus Figgy? Like it would be that? I feel like it's kind of even because I think people will definitely weigh the fact that Cejudo beat him the last time around, but also his inactivity has got to play into it. Um, man, that's a good question. I think I would probably. Well, this is when I wish that they to- would. I wish that. They- I wish that they would, before you give us your answer, I wish that they would give us those tournaments like we got back in the day. Like, if you're a longtime fight fan with pride, and sometimes Bellator still pulls it out, where we're going to get Figueredo and Moreno, so that's going down. That's half of it. Bring back these other two guys, and then whoever wins gets a chance to fight for the belt, and then we get who we can consider, I believe, the all-time GOAT of the flyweight division. Like, it feels like sometimes these things are out there that I could make... You guys, you guys want to give me a little bit of money for my ideas if anybody's listening. I'm willing to do it very cheap. Uh, Jake is telling us from uh, some sketchy website overseas that uh, sure. DJ would open as minus 175 with Cejudo at plus 125. I think that's, all that's, over it. It sounds yeah, it's all over. I don't know. You know, listen, check your computer for viruses after finding that one, Jake. But you know, for real? I uh, I I think it's about right. I think I think especially with Cejudo's layoff. That's about where it should be. But I almost like I, I don't even know if I'm into him like fighting Zahudo. Like I want to see him go and fight like Figgy and Moreno. Like I want to go see him actually go right into the into the fire and 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 go to the top of the division. Like let's see him against one of these guys and let's see let's see what happens now that he's stepped away. Can the king go get, get his throne back? Well, Zahudo's definitely a tool, but let's not sell him short when it comes to his fighting abilities. Like I would actually love – if you ask me who would I like to see Demetrius Johnson fight the most if he was to come back and fight in the UFC, I think that I would probably pick a third time against uh, Henry Cejudo. All right, some other news. We've been talking about some crazy odds that are out there. Surreal Gun takes on Tai Tuivasa coming up next week. Surreal Gun, you really got to pay for him. Some places as much as minus 700. Tai Tuivasa, all he's done is beat everybody for the last couple of years. You can get him at – Four to one. If you had to play an underdog in an upcoming fight, we all think we're going to see Usman Leon go at it once again. Do you think that Leon would have a better chance of winning that fight again, or do you think Taito Ivasa would have a better chance coming up next week against Surogat? Oh man, that's a good debate. Look at you. You know what you're doing. Um, oh, I'm all over this. I, I guess I got to go Leon. Like I just saw him win. I'm just shocked at how dismissive people are of of uh ty you like i just look at him just like really like we think he has no like man was like no shot i'm like no shot i don't I, like the match me either 
if you just if you said no shot going into one of those two fights, I would say there's no shot that Leon was able to beat Usman again. I just saw that entire fight. It wasn't that close. I know Leon got the Hail Mary head kick. You don't have to tell me. I'm still jaw dropped that that happened. But Taitui Vasa, to me, is getting way disrespected by this line. It felt like you were almost trying to beat it out of Manfred, the value bet. And I'm with you there, brother. Yeah. Like, nobody nobody necessarily thinks that Taitui Vasa is a better fighter than Cyril Gaon, but it's also not an even money bet. And if we're in the, the business here on the BetQL network of trying to make money and get the best value, you're going to give me four to one in a heavyweight matchup for Tai Tuivasa, who quite frankly, over the last two years, if you're talking about actual performance versus hype, has done more inside the octagon than Cyril Gaon has. I'm not saying he's a better fighter, and I'm not saying it's a great matchup, but if I can get four to one on Tai Tuivasa next week, bro, as a matter of fact, talk for the next minute so I can make the damn bet. I'm doing it right now. Okay. Uh, well, look, I, the only thing to deter you from that is like, if you're looking at Ty's win, so here's who he's taking out. Derek Lewis, obviously, is the best name on his resume. Uh, Augusta Sakai, Greg Hardy. I mean, you know, I don't know you want to throw into that one. Harry Hunsucker, who uh, he left the division, I believe. So, and Stefan Struve. So that's his win streak right now. Not a lot of the threats that a guy like Gon has, you know? So, and then if you look at Gon, you know, we saw what happened with him against Francis. Francis, you know, won that decision. I think stunned everybody with his grappling ability. And he took out before that Derek Lewis, Volkov, Rosenstrike, Junior Santos. So he has definitely uh, fared well against the strikers. All right. Speaking of the big guys, let's get out of the octagon and into your world. Jake's so upset ring. by it. He thinks that Gon is going to kill him. Everybody saw me. You boys are both, you're both, you're both on this lane. I'm just saying like, I love Ty. I don't want him to lose this fight. I think this is, I, I, first of all, it's a stupid mistake to have him fight this. This should have been him versus Aspinall. This was asinine matchmaking by the UFC. It should have been Aspinall versus Ty. They both set up the fight. And it should have been gone versus uh, versus Curtis Blades. They did it completely reversed. It was a stupid move. So now maybe I'm trying to speak into existence because I want Ty to win. You're not wrong, but I mean, dude, Ty is just ah, he's just getting thrown in the wolves here, and that's what Dana's doing. You know, his level of competition hasn't been there. His best wins, uh, an old head, Derek Lewis. I, I, yeah, I don't know. Gone's gonna piece him up, guys. Don't make that bet. You know what your bankroll. You know, you know what your bankroll has to look like, though, if you're the guy or gal that actually has the money to put down a minus 650 on Cyril Gone and then sit there and watch him in a heavyweight fight. Even even in the, like, think about the uh, Nate Diaz going out party versus Hamzad. We all have a lot of fun with it. Have you guys actually met anybody that's willing to bet the Hamzad side at minus 1200 to win $100? I don't hang out with people like that. Those I just people think, don't exist. But I think the thing is, like... <sighs> Nate's not knocking Hamzad out, and he ain't. And he ain't. He can win the fight, though. He can hang around. He, he can't. Can hang, no. Uh, no, he can't. No, no, he can't. Like, God, like, okay. Well, at least we're talking heavyweights. Like, all right, Cyril God, he gets hit with one tie to Ivasa. We know that tie to Ivasa can put the lights out on anybody. They can't put the lights out on Hamzad, dude. That ain't happening. Yeah, I get why that's such a big stretch. But when we're talking heavyweight fighting, there's always a chance. It feels like for a guy to just. Hit you with one thing. We've seen some crazy ones. I mean, you know, Derek Lewis with his Hail Mary wins. I mean, we've seen some pretty wild finishes in the heavyweight division, which is why I find the odds being that thick a little surprising. If it was another weight class, if we were talking about two light heavyweights taking each other on, middleweight sure. taking on each other, all right, I get it. But we're talking about heavyweight division here. Sean, just a no, real quick crazy. stat I want to throw out. Um, yeah. And this is from Jake Galley, old producer of Tapped Out. 
40% of heavyweight fights end in the first round, so could be worth it. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. With Kizik Hands Free Shoes, motion sounds something like this. Kizik helps you experience the magic of motion. With over 200 patents and easy on, easy off technology, you'll never have to touch your shoes again. There are hundreds of styles and colors, plus a squish like nothing you've ever felt. For a limited time, get a free pair of socks with your first order at kizik.com slash socks. And I think, yeah, worth it. Same, about number, same about number ends in a knockout, too. So it does feel like somebody's getting knocked out, and it's probably going to be Tai Tuivasa. If it was one of the two guys, I don't know. I don't know. We'll see. Five rounds. So it was a wild one to see what happens in that fight. Speaking of the big guys, obviously we were doing a little radio show last week during the Usyk Joshua fight. Being the boxing honk that you are, I'm sure you rewatched it. Did I get screwed? Because I had a, t- a Joshua pick. No, you didn't get screwed, dude. He lost that fight. He 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 had it and he blew it late. And uh what's what's going K- KSI's fighting two guys tonight? Is that right? Already beat one, couldn't care less. Just making sure. Um, Coming up next, (laughs) we tap out on the bet. QL Network.